Dr. Balaga here. This podcast is on Heart of the Press article published in Lancet Hematology 2020, published online March 2nd, 2020, titled Cardiovascular Adverse Events in Patients with Non-Hodgkin Lymphoma, treated with first lines CHOP or ARCHOP therapy, that is CHOP is cyclophosphamide, doxorubicin, vincristine, and prednisone, and ARCHOP is rituximab, with CHOP, a systematic review and meta-analysis. The lead author is Dr. Mark K. Lynchotin. Non-Hodgkin lymphomas comprise a wide variety of neoplasms arising from the lymphoid tissues and include diffuse B-cell lymphoma, follicular lymphoma, mantle cell lymphoma, peripheral T-cell lymphoma, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma not otherwise specified. It's estimated over half a million new cases, that is 509-600, were reported in 2018, and non-Hodgkin lymphoma accounts for approximately 3% of all cancer cases worldwide. The last four decades, the survival of patients with this group of malignancies has markedly increased and approximately 72% of patients survive up to five years after diagnosis. However, the risk of cardiovascular adverse events with the risk of heart failure is particularly high. The CHOP and R-CHOP regimen contains two compounds, particularly the anthracycline doxorubicin and the alkylator cyclophosphamide, both of which are associated with a high risk of left ventricular dysfunction. The dose-dependent incidence of heart failure in patients treated with doxorubicin is well known and with time results in a restriction of the maximum cumulative dose to 450 mg per square meter correlating with incidence of symptomatic heart failure in approximately 5%. As you all know, some patients develop severe heart failure at much lower doses there's really no safe dose that seems to exist and the individual tolerability appears to be for a large part also dependent on patient-related risk factors including hypertension, coronary artery disease and older age. The causal link between cyclophosphamide and left ventricular dysfunction has received far less attention than that of anthracyclines. The cyclophosphamide-induced cardiotoxicity mostly occurs within days of initiation of therapy and can lead to heart failure in 2 to 38% of the patients, myopericarditis in 9 to 27% of the patients, or both. Despite the double whammy, that, that is the combination of these two highly cardiotoxic agents in CHOP and RCHOP regimens, the incidence of cardiovascular adverse events in patients treated with either of these regimens has been poorly established. Previous work within the field has mainly focused on unraveling the cardiovascular toxicity of individual drugs, which are not often used as monotherapy. In contrast to previous work, the study authors focused on cardiovascular toxicity of a complete treatment regimen rather than individualized agents. 
The aim of this systematic review and meta-analysis was therefore to evaluate the cardiovascular toxicity of this regimen. Methods The study authors searched PubMed, Embase and Cochrane Library from database inception to June 3, 2019 for clinical trials and observational studies in adult patients with non-Hodgkin lymphoma including diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, follicular lymphoma, mantle cell lymphoma, peripheral T-cell lymphoma and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, otherwise unspecified, that received first-line therapy with either CHOP or RCHOP. Studies reporting on cardiovascular adverse events and treatment-related cardiovascular mortality were included. Abstracts and articles not written in English were excluded. The main outcome was the proportion of patients with grade 3 and grade 4 cardiovascular adverse events and heart failure. Meta-analysis of one sample proportions were done in all patients receiving CHOP or RCHOP. Subgroup analysis on summary estimates were done by the authors to determine the effect of the number of CHOP or RCHOP cycles, cycle interval, age and gender. The CHOP reg re regimen comprises of cyclophosphamide 750 mg per square meter, doxorubicin 50 mg per square meter, vincristine 1.4 mg per square meter, maximal dose 2 mg, and prednisone 500 mg. It was introduced in 1976 and became the gold standard for therapy of patients with aggressive non-Hodgkin lymphomas. In patients with B-cell non-Hodgkin lymphoma, CHOP was combined with the anti-CD20 monoclonal antibody rituximab at a dose of 375 mg per square meter and the regimen is called R-CHOP. The trial LNH98-5 showed overwhelming benefits of this regimen. What did the authors of this systematic review and meta-analysis find? They found of 2,314 identified entries, 137 studies, that is 21,211 patients, published between April 1984 and June 2019, were eligible. 9,541 patients were treated with CHOP. 11,293 patients were treated with RCHOP, 377 with both regimens used in the study. The median follow-up was 39 months, interquartile range 25.5 to 52.8. From the included studies, 85 subgroups were treated with CHOP, 76 with RCHOP, and in four studies, both CHOP and RCHOP were utilized without a subdivision in separate groups. The pooled proportion for grade 3 to grade 4 cardiovascular adverse events based on 77 studies, that is an N of 14,351 patients, was 2.35%, 95% confidence interval 1.81 to 2.93. For heart failure, the pooled proportion based on 38 studies, N of 5,936 patients, was 4.62%, 95% confidence interval 1.81 to 
2.25 to 7.65 in the quartile range and the p-value was 0 0.0001 with a significant increase in reported heart failure from 1.64%, 95% confidence interval 0.82 to 2.65 to 11.72%, 95% confidence interval 3.00 to 24.53 when cardiac function was evaluated post-chemotherapy P equals 0 0.0117. 39%, that is 53 of 137 studies, were rated as having a high-risk bias for incomplete outcome data. And 39%, that is 54 studies, for selective reporting. Subgroup analysis of grade 3 to 4 cardiovascular adverse events showed a significant influence of age, then increased risk for studies including patients with a median age of 65 years or older, compared with studies including patients with a median age of less than 65 years. Also, the variable of gender showed a significant effect, with a higher proportion of patients with high-grade cardiovascular event events in studies with a larger proportion of females. Subgroup analysis of the studies that reported the occurrence of heart failure showed a significant difference in the reported proportion of patients with overall heart failure when active screening of cardiac function was done after CHOP or R-CHOP therapy. Moreover, they found an increased proportion of patients with overall heart failure when more CHOP or R-CHOP cycles were given, that is increased cumulative doxorubicin or cyclophosphamide dose. There was no effect of R-CHOP versus CHOP or interval between cycles or age or gender. They found no relation between the reported proportion of patients with overall heart failure and the time of follow-up. The key findings of this paper are the reported proportion of patients that develop severe cardiovascular adverse events is quite low, pooled proportion of 2.35%. Secondly, female gender and older age, that is above the age of 65, are independently associated with an increased risk of severe cardiovascular adverse events. Thirdly, the reported proportion of patients with overall heart failure increased significantly from 1.64% to 11.72% when cardiac function was screened actively at the end of therapy. And fourthly, the discontinuation of CHOP or R-CHOP due to treatment-related heart failure is rare. The key takeaway from the study for the oncologists and the cardio-oncology community is to monitor cardiovascular function diligently in patients in, on R-CHOP and CHOP and consider using a lower burden of cardiotoxic therapy in patients with risk factors such as hypertension, diabetes, and older age. However, we need more data regarding the latter suggestion. This article from the Lancet Hematology published online March 2nd, 2020 is a must read for all oncologists 
prescribing CHOP or R-CHOP regimens and all cardio-oncologists and cardiologists who take care of patients with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma.